Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Perfect. I can literally hear your spoon stopping. I can I can hear your spoon chomping. What, what's in there? What are you stirring up? I have my breakfast. I, it's way too early in the morning for you right now. Look, you were the one who bailed on recording yesterday. So now we're up this morning. Yeah, I can hear you chewing. What do you got in there? Grape nuts? They're like, <laughs> it sounds like you're crushing ice in a in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is grape nuts. I can. I, I grape nuts, yogurt, and fruit, and honey, and it should be what you should be eating every morning. I can't eat shit right now. I nothing. I could barely have water. I'm gonna die. Well, but you sat down in your robe. You begrudgingly put slipped the headphones over your head, and then you started chomping this thing like you were churning butter with this spoon in this glass. And thing. I'm now rubbing my eyes. Yes, I've only had one <laughs> cup of coffee. This is not okay. I'm just telling you, <laughs> not okay. Uh, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Well, so welcome to. What are we doing? I don't. We're not saying Gen X talks. We're saying GXT Radio. Is that the one? Yes, I guess so. Should I start over? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll take another bite. <laughs> go ahead, start. Welcome to the pot. Now, let's see. Wait. Oh, it's welcome to the. Wait, no, no. It's welcome to Gen X Talks podcast on GXT Radio, sponsored by Loud Trouble LLC. Ooh. Was that good? Yeah, that was really good. Wait, I, let me do it one more time. <laughs> welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast, brought to you by KGXT Radio, sponsored by Loud Trouble LLC. All your moving needs, coast to coast. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> Was that good? Oh, you're way too cheery this morning. <laughs> I just found that button. I was pressing. There, there's, there's the. You just found the button. There's nine buttons on here, and you were running a little late, so I was. I had my headset on, and I was pressing the buttons, and they were all kind of dumb. Like, there's that twelve year old boy again. Just well, have to. There's a button in front of you. <laughs> you're the one that when there's a red button and it says don't press. You got to find out what it does. That's you. Well, if you know what, to be fair, if all red buttons that said don't press me had a little description under it of what would happen, I might not press all of them. Ugh. But none of them ever do. But I found two buttons. One was the applause, and then I found I found the wife button. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? That's funny. Come on. Hey, to you have the whole day ahead of you. <laughs> tread lightly. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. I'm glad you think that's funny. It was, it, it's, it was really, fun. look, there's people listening, laughing right now that I found that button. It's true. There's a whole bunch of them on here. And then these nine buttons, apparently you can. I'm sitting here shaking my head, everybody. Apparently you can flip a switch and those nine buttons go to like the B channel. There's nine more sounds, but I didn't figure out where the button was. To Thank flip it. God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. We reverted to 12. I'm Look, at, I'm just trying to be lively and entertaining. You can't blame me for that. There's nothing wrong with being entertaining. Too early in the morning for that. Sorry. <laughs> So uh, the house is still standing. Yeah, that was a wicked storm for California last night. And by wicked windstorm, we don't mean, oh, the wind was blowing at seven miles an hour and messed up your hair. No, we had a real windstorm. It was there was some rain, but not much. But we didn't get it as bad as north our northern more northern yeah. than us. I guess is how I want to say. The Bay Area got it bad, but yeah, it was pretty, it was whipping around. I don't think we've had wind that bad for that long since we've lived here. <laughs> and I have to tell you, uh, a wind warning came out for us in yesterday morning. And I said to Gen X's dad, I said, uh, they got issued a wind warning. He goes, how, fa how, how, what's the miles per hour? I told yeah. him, he goes, oh, it won't be that bad. No big deal. Not, it's all good. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, how do you feel about that now? I, they lied. That's how I feel. They lied. Either they lied or you lied. Somebody got that number wrong because there was no way that that wind was double what you told me yesterday for sure. It was something. Yep. Blame everybody else, but you didn't prepare. Nope. We did. You no. didn't prepare. Did you prepare? I'm not prepared. We were prepared because the last thing was we had two canopies and I know we had those two canopies outside. I know you wanted me to take them down. Yes, I did. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. We're going to, I told Gen Z kit, these are the exact words I used. I said, listen, I want you to secure the canopies. I'm going to show you how, and it's you versus the wind. And tomorrow morning we're going to see who won. So he says, well, I got two bungee cords on them and they're wrapped around it like 10 times. I go, okay, it's going to snap the bungee cord in half. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how many times you wrap it around it, it's snapping it in half. He goes, oh, okay. So he went out, follow me on this. He went out to the, to the trailer and got into the toolbox. He got a motorcycle strap out. He hooked the, underneath the canopy, he hooked the underside of the canopy in the center straight down to the forklift. <laughs> oh wow! And then he ratcheted it to the forklift. So if you play back the security camera kind of in fast mode, you see this canopy pivoting left, right, left, right, up, down, <laughs> left, right, lean, left, lean, right, lean forward, lean back, left, right, left, right. It never. All four legs of the canopy are fidgeting, and they move about a foot each direction, but it never leaves. Wow, it that's pretty cool. Never left. <laughs> good for him. So yeah. I guess uh, Gen Z kid Gen one. Gen Z kid one wins zero. Yeah, that's but good. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like driving around town today. All the because we live in a our old residential neighborhood that still has a lot of old wood fences and they rot. They, they put them right in the ground. They put the four by fours right in the ground and they rot quickly, like in the first 10 years and people just keep repairing them. And those fences in big sections always end up laying all over the streets. And we've had a lot of rain, so I'm sure they're really loose. Yeah. I'm so thankful that we cut our, cut our trimmed our big trees in the backyard. Man, I don't know what would happen with that. Yes, you do. Because <laughs> they would have it would have snapped them. That wind, if we hadn't trimmed those trees down, um, thinned them out, they would have snapped them. They're just too they're they're too big. They're too top heavy. We got lucky on that. And I should know because every January we get windstorms every January. But man, that one last night 
was just the worst one ever. Yes, it was, definitely. So we lived. I got to go down and see what our buildings look like with those tin roofs. They're probably... They're probably convertible buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Retractable Re- ceilings. <laughs> Retractable ceiling, one use only. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. So, yeah, um, last week we were talking about how I barely made it on the podcast because of my health, because of my gut and my stomach, my heart issues that put me in the emergency room. I've been doing better, but I've been living Ladies and gentlemen, for your dancing and listening pleasure, I bring you medical stuff. Um, I've been living on water and living on crackers. I mean, I've had some tortillas and stuff. Well, it's been okay. It's been it's been letting me heal. Everything's been healing inside, except for the fact that um, last night I took one bite of pizza. And I wasn't even craving it. I just wanted to try it. I wanted to try one bite, and I got to tell you, I paid the price for it with one bite of pizza. I Well, I wasn't there, except that this morning you gave me the review. Yeah, but you said it was the sauce. It might be. It Well, it was acid. That's why I asked you. I go, is there was there sauce on the pizza? And you said yes, so I'm sure it just irritated your stomach. But it's better. I mean, it's oh, better than better. it was. It's just taking some time to heal. You know what I did again? Now, I this is a side note to that, and you didn't tell you this, but I lost another half a pound last night from yesterday to today. Wow, that's excellent. I weighed myself three times. It was a legit weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going the rough road to, uh, <laughs> to, to lose to, your weight, but okay. Yeah, but you know what you're going to tell me? You and and everyone's going to send me emails. They're out, they, there's going to be hate mail now. You know, you're just, you're sick and you're ill and you're just drinking water and crackers and flour tortilla. That is not how you lose weight. As soon as you're done losing the weight, you're going to put it all back on because you're not losing it the right way. I don't think you're going to have a chance this time. I think uh, you're going to have to change your diet. I think the doctor is going to tell you that there's just going to be certain things that you just can't eat. Okay. And I think this, this is your body's way of preparing you for that. Well, let me ask you a question. I've never agreed with that. What And you have said that. Dr. McDreamy has said that. Everybody says you can't starve yourself into losing weight, you know, because you'll put it all back on. And I, keep, I, I think that's bullshit. I want to tell you that's complete bullshit because everybody says you need to have a certain kind of diet to lose weight. When you get to your target weight, then you switch over to this maintaining diet and now you maintain your weight. All right, so who cares if I lose all the weight because of a special diet and then I switch? Or what? How, who cares if I starve myself and then go to that maintaining diet? I mean, if I lost all this weight and then I came to you and Dr. McDreamy and said, okay, so I, I'm, I'm at this weight now. I want to start eating regular food again. You're going to tell me that even, this, even a good diet that you put me on, I'm going to gain the weight back because I lost it wrong? Come on, that can't be true. Well, first of all, I hate the word diet. Okay. I don't like the word diet. It's a lifestyle lifestyle change. And I don't think you need to get rid of everything. If you crave it, you should have it. But within, I hate this word too, moderation. But I don't think if you're craving a little bit of ice cream, have a little bit of ice cream. It's It's having too much of something or... The processed foods, I think that's what eats your stomach away. You're just going to be told that you're going to have to cut out. But how are they going to know what 
what things, I mean, they can't say, okay, sugar's causing this. All right. Is salt causing it? Yeah. Yeah. Watch your salt too. Okay. What about, well, watch the bread. They, how do they know what thing? Well, that's is a process me? of elimination where you haven't been eating much at all and you're kind of doing it already. You're, you're going to be a science experiment. Like you just had pizza. You know that you can't have that right now. I had one bite. So pizza's pizza. out. Well, I've been, uh, I, I'll tell you, I don't have cravings right now. I, I do not have cravings. You think after 10 days of living on strictly, I have nothing but water. I've had no, no juice, no soda, no milk, no nothing, just water. And I've had crackers, flour tortillas. You fixed me some white rice on, 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 on one occasion. Little things like that. You think I'd be crazy, craving a cheeseburger. You think I'd be one? I'm not. Because of the reminder of the pain that you went through. That's Abs what it is. Absolutely. That's I am what so it is. paranoid. It is, yeah, you don't want to go through that again. That was three days of hell plus a, a one day in the emergency room. I, I, Every time I even look at food, I go, just give me the fucking saltines. I don't <laughs> even care. I'll drink the water. I, I'll, not even a little bit. Do you want some McDonald's for breakfast? Nope. Not even thinking about it. That's good. I'm happy about that. Now we just got to get you to eat some vegetables. So Some fruit. I have lost from my peak weight... I am down now, as of this morning, 44 pounds. That's fabulous. From my static running fucked up weight, which was very high too, but it wasn't my peak weight. Um, what does that mean? Well, I had a peak weight that like I went up to for about two or three months, and then I came back down to this, I'm way too fat weight. But I remember the peak weight because I was just eating and eating and it was I wasn't doing and it bothered me and I got way up there. Then I quit eating all that shit and it dropped back down to my normal you're way too fat weight is what I call what it. What it's been for a while. What it's been for a while. Oh, okay. For, for two years. I want a clarification. I don't understand what that means. So I'm down. That's like somebody saying, Well, my pre pregnancy weight was this. My well, pregnancy weight was okay. so let let's just, I don't like giving out my numbers. Everybody no, knows don't. I'm really you don't have fat. to. But let's just say Let's say I was at 250. I was I, I was 250 pounds forever, and then all of a sudden, one one couple of months, I was up at 275, and then I brought it back down to 250. Okay. My peak weight was 275. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I get you. So my from from my static running way too fat normal weight, I'm down almost 30 pounds from that. That's excellent. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's still a loss. That's what we want. Yeah. No, it's still going in the right direction. It's just fucking sucks. <laughs> so, uh, well, oh, I was going to ask you. So let, I don't mean I'm not going to yell at you. All right. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm not trying to drudge up shit where you get mad. Although you're a woman and that's exactly what's going to happen. And it's way too early in the morning for this shit. I am prepared for battle. All right. I'm not. <laughs> but go ahead. Do you Shoot. want to? Tell me, you know, I told you that we're going to Vegas, uh, as most of everybody knows, Gen X Talk staff and a lot of fans and followers are going to Vegas January uh, 13th, that kind of that weekend um, of this year, just in, it's a week away. And I told you to rent a car. I go, just rent a big car because ours is kind of older. I don't want to fuck with ours. I said, just rent something and we'll go. What the fuck, man? That became a fiasco getting a fucking car. Mm-hmm. It was a big, big mess. Um, I don't even know where to begin with this. Well, I told so, you you wanted a big car. I said, don't give me a fucking Prius. I'm, I, yeah, we're got, used to having a, 
a Yukon XL or a Suburban. We like to spread out yeah. and it puts, you know, it's nice to drive in and it's, it's comfortable and yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, right. it's to replace our, the car that we have and that we travel in. So anyways, because if you have Gen Z kid in the car, he takes up like a whole bench seat. And it's nice know? to be able to put him way in the back. <laughs> like, keep going row after row. Yeah. Keep going. I you know, those annoying you. kids that keep asking how much longer, <laughs> when are we stopping? Yeah. When are we going? When are we going to get out? When you have a Yukon XL, there's actually three or four roads you can keep making and move to the back of the bus. Yes. So anyways, so I started trying to call and first of all, they weren't open on Monday because of the holiday. So I couldn't get a person on the phone. Right. And then calling, you, they go through their whole big spiel and say, you have to reserve your car online. Like, you can't even talk to a person anymore. It drives that, me they, insane. They directed you to go back online? Yeah, you have to go to their website. And then after digging on the... Well, then I did the stupid thing and did the reservation. And then you did question me about the car. It says, like, Chevy Suburban or, in real tiny print, similar and yeah. I was like, oh, man. And this was someplace local here. Because the one you printed out had an actual picture of the Suburban. So I right. was okay with that. So I finally, I, I physically got the number of the place we were supposed to pick the car up. And I called them and they were calling around and said, we will not have this car available. I said, well, that's not what was on the website. And they're like, well, we're going to call this company and tell them to take that off the website. I'm like, great. So what happens to... <laughs> My thing, well, we can get you a minivan. I said, I don't want a minivan. That's not what my order was. That's not what my reservation was for. I don't want a minivan. So we went round and round and she says, well, you're going to have to cancel, but we can't cancel. Listen to this one. The local rental car place cannot cancel you. I was to call an 800 number wow. of the main company to get it refunded and what a so, mess that was. So corporate had to cancel. Yes. Now let me let me pause you right there before you, we get back to what you did. Anybody who doesn't anybody who's dealt with rental car companies before, you know that once you turn the car back in um, and you leave, you sign all your paperwork and you leave, they can walk out and go, oh, you scratched the car. Oh, it wasn't quite filled up with gas the way we want. Oh, you left some trash in the back and they can start charging your credit card. So I told her, I go, don't use one of our big cards. I go, how much is the rental? And she's like, I don't know, six or 700 bucks for the week we're going to be gone. I said, okay, then just take one of our $1,000 bank cards and just use that because they can't come back and go, oh, we're dinging you for another 500, 600 bucks. The fuck you are. No, you're not. And then I can dispute the charges because they won't go on there. So she used the right card. Go ahead and tell them. So you called corporate. So I called corporate and they told me I had to go on back online. They wouldn't do it. I had <laughs> to go back onto the website that I placed the reservation and cancel that. I was like, oh my gosh. So I got off the phone, canceled it. It went through. I got the confirmation of the cancellation. They said that they would refund our money in three to five days. So now she comes to me and she goes, all right. So I used the card you told me. I, they charged the card, they refunded the card, but the refund's not going to go through for three to five days. And I go, and I held up the card and I go, but this is the card. Now you're not going to have the money back on this card for three or four more days. This is the card I told you to use. So I pulled out another thousand dollar bank card and I'm like, how many of these bank cards are you going to go through as you 
parade around company to company to company trying to figure out because they won't talk to you. You know, they won't let you do it in person. Otherwise, you could just handle it with a person, get all the stuff worked out and then tell the person to run the card. If they're going to make you do it online and go, how many bank cards do you think I got? Because I, I mean, we got to it's just like hotels. So now we're waiting, but you now tell me what happened after that. You got it, you got it canceled. You got it fixed. And then what'd you find? You've, you did find something for us, right? I did. So after I calmed down a little bit, I called another, I was just going to call around to see if there was just not a place or try to, to see if there was a suburban in town somewhere, because right. I did tell you, I go, we may have to go out of town to get this. Right. Um, not that we are in a very small town. It's just, yeah. I don't think this car is very popular here. Anyway, so I had to call the 800 numbers of every single rental car place there is. Just list them all. Avis, Budget, Enterprise. Yeah. I'm on the phone and it's the same thing. It's uh, go to our website, go to our website. So finally, I dug around and got to an 800 number where I actually got somebody on the phone of a certain company, which I won't say. And we were going down the path of the typical questions. When do you need it? When do you want to return it? You know, all that stuff. And I said, before we even go down this road, this is where I'm picking it up. And I want to know if you have this car. Right. Period. Yeah. I'm not even giving you any of my information. Right. So she's like, would you like to pick it up at the airport? I said, I don't care where it is in my town. <laughs> Just tell me Give if me you can get me this car. car. <laughs> so she goes looking and she says, yes, it's it's in our downtown area. What well, we consider downtown. So I didn't recognize the address, but I was like, okay. So she starts putting in numbers and tells me how much it's going to cost. And then I, she goes through her spiel of, you know, it's, it's a uh, Chevy Suburban, da, 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 And this is how much this costs. And she goes, Chevy Suburban or Suburban. <laughs> and I went, wait, whoa. I said, what was that? And you she mumbled goes, there. Oh, sorry. What was the mumble? She goes, uh, Chevy Suburban or something similar. I go, did you say similar? <laughs> I said, wait. I go, so let me find, before I say anything more, I go, what do you consider similar to a Chevy Suburban? I was waiting for the words of minivan, you know, stuff like that. They consider a Highlander, by the way, an SUV. So just wasn't one of the choices they tried to force on you a Ford Explorer. Yes, that even that's considered an SUV. So wow. she goes, "This is a prim they call it a premier SUV." I said, "Okay, still wow. don't know what that means, but let's have some more info." She says, "Well, if we don't have the Suburban, you'll get a Yukon, or you'll get an Expedition." I said, oh, "Okay, now we're talking big car, big." So then she's like, well, we could put this on a credit card for you. And I said, yeah, I'm not interested in doing that right now. I said, I'm going to need to talk to my husband before we do this. And she's like, but, but she was trying not to get me <laughs> off the phone. So I was refusing to put a credit card and I, she still didn't have my name. And she's like, but are you interested? I go, well, yeah, I am interested. I go, can you give me a number, a direct number where I could call you right back? I said, I want to go talk to my husband about this. She's like, well, we can just reserve this for you. I go, what does it mean by reserve? Like, you still want a credit card? And she goes, no, we could just put it with your name. I said, seriously? I go, all I have to do is give you my name and phone number. And she goes, yeah, and you can pay at the counter when you guys get there. I'm how like, you, what? How do, and how do you know they're actually going to keep that? Thing? I because, don't. You know, that's I have a confirmation now. But I gave her my name, my number, and I said, seriously, I don't have to pay anything up front. She goes, no, nothing. And I'm like, hmm, sounds too good to be true, but now, okay. This was smart of you to do that because you did not want to get a lecture from your husband again. <laughs> <laughs> 
how on how fucked up this whole thing was. So. Well, because I learned the first time, I didn't know it was going to be this hard to rent a car either. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. And one of the main questions they ask you when you first get their recording is, "Is this an insurance?" rental oh yeah right like but, is that there's so many out there that that's like the first question they gotta is. ask and, you and the reason is is because they can charge the, your insurance company um a whole bunch of money you know for mileage and the rental and all this stuff but they can also charge you on top of that they can say listen um we're charging your insurance company but you you're gonna owe 25 dollars a day so they could charge your insurance company $75 a day and you $25 a day. They make $100 a day on the rental. Wow. And I know the number, my numbers yeah, are off a I know, bit, but, but still, it's a money marketing scheme. Right. So sure they want to know that. They want to know well, that soon, too. Yeah, that's like the first question they ask. So anyways, I spent literally, you guys, I spent literally three to four hours on this whole fiasco to get a piece of paper that says I have a confirmation number to pick up a car on Tuesday. <laughs> Now, if not, we're riding with Two Bear to Vegas in his in his Hummer on. Or we're Friday. going with Low Torque in his little <laughs> minivan, which we don't want to do anyways. If Low Torque pulls up in a minivan, I'm going to scream. I told you no minivan. Go home and get your truck. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I remember when we asked Low Torque at lunch if we could go in his uh, new Tesla. Remember what he said? Because it wouldn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be pulling solar panels behind it. Right. He goes, it won't make it. But Vegas. guess what? If it's raining and cloudy, we're still not going to make it. No. Not with solar panels either. We'd have to bring my generator and put it in the trunk. And that's ridiculous. (laughs) So anyway, so as of this moment, we'll have to wait to see what happens. I have a reservation, a confirmation number to pick up a Chevy Suburban on Tuesday. I'm going to have you call and just give them, I'm going to have you prepay the whole thing and just so that it really locks it in. Just so you know. I'm trying to Oh, hell no. I ain't calling (laughs) nobody. We're going to call them and we're going to pay it. I just want to make sure it's, it's there. Every chance we get. So, um... Do you do you do you remember when I told you not to call Hertz rent a car? Yes, I did. Do you know why? I never called them. Do you know why? I think you dealt with them at one time, or we had them as a customer, or I am on a lifetime no rental list with Hertz. What did you do? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I, you know, you'll remember part of the story when it happened. Um, when when I was working on customers' cars, um, when we, you know, we for those of you who don't know, we had an automotive shop for a long time. And um, there were some, some projects on cars that were going to take two weeks to get done. It was, you know, a big job ordering parts, getting things, machine shop work. And sometimes if, if I knew the customer pretty well, like they'd been a customer of ours for years, they would say, listen, I don't really have a way to rent a car, but I really need some wheels. Can you help me get back and forth to work? So I would go down to Hertz and I would just rent a, a cheap car you know, something for 25, 30 bucks a day and let them, you know, get the, you buy the insurance on it and, uh, and you get, make sure that Hertz knew that it was a rental for a customer and you made sure they had a valid driver's license. And so, cause I could check for a valid driver's license with Hertz. 
I could call it in and they would run it real quick and say, yeah, they're a valid driver. So everything's legit and covered. And this one girl, um, I kind of knew for about a year. She's about 26 or 27, getting a lot of work done in her car. So I rented her a car. She had it for about six or seven days. And then she calls me and says she wrecked the car. Oh, I do remember the story. And I'm like, okay, what happened? And she says, I was in a parking lot, like at Walmart, and um, I was going through the parking lot, and some guy T-boned me, just just hammered me. She goes, he didn't stop. I was in, I was just going through the lanes, and he came racing through in this pickup truck, and he, you know, killed the car. I said, well, like you, they do, like you do, as one does. And I said, are you okay? She was fine. No, no things there, but. Um, this became a battle with Hertz. And I said, look, fuckers, I rented the car. I told you who was going to be driving it. I gave you the driver's license. I bought the insurance on the car. So fuck off. And they're like, well, but she was in the wrong. And I said, have you seen? I got a hold of the, the, the security camera footage. And I said, no, she wasn't. And they're like, yeah, we see the security camera footage too. Then fuck off. What are you talking about? Anyway, this became a legal issue. And this, this drug on for over a year. And by the time it was done, and, and I, this is one of those cases where I didn't hire an attorney. I literally went to, there was arbitration. You have to have mandatory arbitration on when you sign those stupid contracts. And they come in with their lawyers and they're all suited up. And I'm sitting there in my work uniform. I took an hour off work to come down and sit in arbitration. And I'm like, okay, I'm only going to explain this to you fuckers one more time. Watch the tape. She was driving how she was supposed to. This guy ran a stop sign in the parking lot and fucking killed the car. I'm not paying for the fucking car. And they're like, well, you're not listening. I don't care all the legal jargon. And well, you know, there was a case in 1992 where the same thing happened and a judge ruled in our favor. I said, well, judge was a fucking idiot. I said, I, and I, this is what, this is what finally got it. When I was sitting with the lawyers, I said, all right, let me tell you how this is going to go. I am going to, I'm going to demand a trial and I want to stand in front of a jury of my peers. I want 12 regular d- people just like me, and I want to show them what happened, and then I want to point at you fucking suits over there, and, and, I want, when you're, and you're, all your paperwork, and go, these fuckers are just fucking with me for no reason. I did everything correctly. I paid the insurance. I've, I've, I've tried to explain this 100 times, and yet here we all are, wasting time. I said, I would love to go before a jury of my peers and explain what fuckers you guys are. So let's do that. And then when I win, I'm going to take out a full page ad for a month in the newspaper declaring my victory against you oppressive fucking assholes picking on the little guy. So it was about a month later, they get a let I get a letter saying that the issue's been resolved and it was this letter of nobility. <laughs> They were, they were graciously going to absorb the cost. They were going to set the issue aside. Did you frame it? No, I threw it away. And I, I crumpled it up and threw it away. And at the bottom of it said, <laughs> like you just said about the fine print, it said, but your name is attached to a never rent to this person again as long as our company exists list. So I called my buddy down there who I'd been renting these cars from for several years. And I said, what does that mean? He goes, hang on a second. So he puts my name on the computer. He goes, yeah, you're on the blacklist. You'll never get a Hertz rental car as they long have as you a live. Blacklist. They have a blacklist. Well, that was not one of the companies they called. So you're safe. Well, and, and, and so I remember yelling at you, don't call Hertz. And then 
uh, you know, kid Z, Gen Z kid comes. He's like, well, what's that? What do you, why not <laughs> what's call the story? Her? I said, well, I'm on a blacklist. Do not rent. He goes, what? Yeah. He how goes, do you get on a blacklist <laughs> for a rental car? Yeah. So ask Jenix dad. <laughs> so, He'll tell you. Well, they, you know, I don't know if it's a different company now, different people now, but a bunch of fuckers, but I'm still on that list. So I was like, don't ever. And I don't know if they share that list. And here's that's, I don't know if they like, if, if Hertz and budget and Avis and enterprise. I don't know if they all share this list. Like, Hey, just, so you know, we've had a lot of problems with this fucker here. <laughs> so when I told you, I go, just rent the car in your name. Don't put it it's in fine. mine just in case, because I haven't had to rent a car and I haven't rented a car. In I haven't years. either. That's how much has changed since the yeah. last time I rented a car. I can't even remember. So that was the, that's the story of Gen X dad and the Hertz blacklist. And, uh, <laughs> that's why I kept reiterating just don't call Hertz anybody else is fine so I wonder if it's easier when you go to when you're at an airport and you can rent a car you know where you walk up to the counter and they're like pick one and yeah. they put their hand out to the parking lot and go <laughs> pick one they kind of the sun shines and beams down yes. on all the cars and the yes because that's the moment. last time I remember renting a car yeah. is when our oldest son was stationed in Colorado Springs I just remember that yeah. I flew out there and I went to go rent a car. I didn't set it up pre, you know, pre whatever time when I was going. So I walked up to the thing and I go, I need a rental car. And they literally like said, look out the window. What would you like? And I'm <laughs> there like, there is our fleet. Go pick one. But that one. was Denver International Airport. I mean, pick whatever color you'd like. Whatever also. <laughs> you want. And I was like, oh, like, oh my goodness. So that's probably the last time I rented. I thought, oh, it's like the, the department store of cars. Okay. Yeah. But not this time. This was ridiculous. Well, uh, hopefully know. it'll all work out, and we don't have to. We don't have to ride in low torques minivan all the way to. Uh, yeah, and he's gonna hear this, so he's he he's our He'll he's our the, backup. Yeah. <laughs> so you better yeah. clean that minivan out, big but boy. But he didn't want to be the backup. He goes. He goes Vegas morning. He goes. I'm running over to your house. I'm gonna have my backpack and my sleeping bag, tapping on your window, so I can get catch a ride with you guys. He doesn't know he's the backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, he will now. He will now. Hey, Lord Guess who's running to his house with sleeping bags <laughs> and uh, duffel bags. Low Turk, go change the oil in your minivan. <laughs> Get ready. Be ready to roll. You know, we're talking about that credit card thing. Something always made me mad. It's not just the rental car companies, but you remember when we were young and we'd go do hotels or something. And, you know, we didn't have any money at all. I mean, broke, broke, broke. And you go to a hotel and let's say you got a, let's say you got a credit card that's like... Um, a $2,000 credit card. That's your limit on your card. So you go to the hotel and you walk up and you say, I need these rooms. And they're like, okay, it'll probably be for what you're saying is $1,000. And you're like, okay. They charge your card $1,000 right that minute. Right that minute right. they do. Yeah. So then even if you don't order room service, you don't touch the mini bar, you don't, <laughs> you don't watch any porn movies on there at all. None. I, that's sad for you, huh? It is sad for me. Okay, go ahead. Um, you don't watch any, any movies. So there's no room charges. And you go back and they're like, okay, um, everything's like we said, it's going to be $1,000. Now, you have used that card for that, that other $1,000 on your credit card. I used, you know, when it was, when it was us, speaking of us yes, back in the I'm day, listening, yeah. um, you know, you'd go to dinner, you'd go to a movie, you'd do some stuff, you'd buy some things, but you, cause you've already paid for the room. Yeah. So you're maxed out. I'm maxed out, but it's okay. Cause I've already paid for the room. Right. And then you go to the counter. Are there any more charges? No, 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 no charges. You're good. Okay, great. And they say, how do you want to pay for this? <laughs> now they, they did this. They do this all. I'm like, well, I've already, I've already paid you. And they say, well, we're gonna, we got to run your card. The other one was just a hold 
on your card. Yeah, they still Now they're going to run the card. (laughs) So you have $1,000 they're holding, which you can't use anymore. And then they want to run $1,000 for the room. You're like, I don't, you guys already have the first thousand. And you're like, I don't know what to tell you. Say, well, we that's on hold. Okay, well, release the hold. Well, it takes 10 days to release the hold. I like, you want me to stand here in your lobby for 10 days while the <laughs> while the hold gets released so that I can have my $1,000 back just to turn around and give it to you again? That's a lot of power that the hotels have. And they and guess what? The, they get to hold on to that money the whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you're young and you like, you're running on margins, even if you use a calculator and, and counting careful, pennies. Yeah. That's a that's a way that it just breaks one off in your ass. <laughs> so you know, I, I learned that you can say there's a term you can use, leave it on the card. And then if you say leave it on the card, some hotels will just take that hold and transfer it into the payment. Mm. But man, I'm telling you, there's been some stuff when we were younger that it was like, God damn. Yeah, it. but it's all in the jargon. Just like when I rented the car and I was walking away from you taught me that about being the being the person just to walk away when the lady goes, well, do you want to put a hold on it? Do you want to put a reservation on it? And I'm like, well, not yet. She's like asking me for a credit card. I'm like, no, nope, I'll call you back. And she really wanted me to yeah. stick with it. So I realize now that you don't have to jump every time somebody says, hey, yeah. why don't you put a credit card on that? And I'm like, yeah, like you said, I've you learned. Have, I've been burned way too many times. You have for this. to be willing to walk away in any situation. Yeah. And you hate that. I do hate that. But you I'm learning that, that it's, it's actually buying a car, buying a house, buying, doing something. I'll get to the point where I'm like, well, I'll think about it. And the person behind on the other end of the phone or behind the counter is going, wait, wait, wait. You're leaving? You're not going to buy this? No, I'm not. You, you're sitting next to me going, fucking buy it. <laughs> not anymore. I'm not going to be that person anymore because I'm learning that it's probably in my best interest to walk away. It should be under my thing of yeah. let me go home and think about it. Yeah. You know how I do oh, that? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the girl for that. I'm like, I cannot... I don't make any snap decisions anymore. It's like, I got to think about it. You only do that shit when you're arguing with somebody. No. When you argue with me and I'm like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. You're like, let me think about it for a few days. And I'm sitting there going, don't fucking think about it. Give me a goddamn answer. I can't stand it when you do that. But when it comes to like when we buying a car or a house or something or a piece of property, I'm sitting there negotiating. You are sweating. You're so tired of looking. You're done. You've picked it. You want it. You're like, just buy the fucking thing. Just let's get out of here. I'm like, well, maybe I'll come back in a week or so. I'm leaning toward your direction now because I am in no need to hand over my credit cards or my money or my life or nothing right now. I'm just like, I'm hoarding everything and going, you know what? I'm going to think about this for a minute. Just so as a note, I finally got my way with the rental car, though. I did. never put yeah. a credit card on there. You're good. But just as a note for our listening audience that stand your ground, be firm and and walk away looking for a better deal does not work with prostitutes. I don't know why. Wait, how did we go from cars to prostitutes? It's, it's a negotiated purchase. Uh, You know, it's uh, just letting people know, Uh, you know, from experience, I've uh, no, (laughs) there was a documentary on the weather channel about it (laughs) on the weather channel. You had to dig deep for that one. Singapore hookers from abroad. Right. (laughs) Continue. I got to hear this. What's the, what's the story? Go ahead. That's the end of the story. I choose not to go any further with this. Unbelievable. If you walk, away you're just walking away that's it so he's walking away right now so he's not incriminated any longer i got you i know what you're saying oh my god hold on there was something else i was going to ask of course you are 
No, I tried to write down something I was going to, I was going to add. It, it wasn't even a. There's not enough coffee in this day. There wasn't, it wasn't even a. To put up with you. I can't believe you said that. I'm your husband. I'm your betrothed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real, I said it right. Betro, beth, wait. Yeah, you said it right. It's not, there's no H in there, is there? There's an H at the end, but it's behind the D. Betrothed, isn't it? You're betrothed? saying it right. Move on. All right. Well, we're not I, stuck in on the word. We're not going to. Well, be you stuck. raised your eyebrows like I can't. <laughs> yeah, but so, you used a ten ten dollar word okay, there, so I'm well, like, I didn't what? Know. You raised your eyebrow like I said it wrong. I didn't know you were questioning that I was using the word. Okay. Do you uh, even know what it means? Um, word. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Hold on. Betrothed is like uh, you have. We're married, but it's like you're committed. Isn't that right? Betro we've 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 made a commitment. Yeah. Yes. So you can be betrothed without a marriage license. I believe so. Okay. It's kind of like like a fancy word for engaged or engaged or committed to or yeah. We're betrothed. That sounds right. I but don't ask me to spell. Don't. It. Everybody's gonna go look it up now. So I'm not <laughs> sure. There's Pete and there's also people that are going. Jesus Christ! You guys don't know what it means. Fuck! I'm like, no, I don't know what it. I'm means. actually going to look it up. Okay, so I um. There was some. I was going to tell you something about the kid. Um, he fucked up the other day. I told him he could he could come home at ten o'clock from his his girlfriend's house, and uh, but he had to be up at eight in the morning, and that was a deal. And it was real simple. And then, of course, nine thirty the next morning rolls around. I had to send our granddaughter up there to kick in his door and come on, uncle, get up. So she's up there yelling at him to get up and wake up. The dog runs out, and now this is what I don't understand. You have taught this kid when I'm mad about something and I'm and I'm sternly pointing and yelling or getting on him and he knows I'm pissed. You've taught him to shut the fuck up. You're like, just shut up. Your answer is yes, dad. And keep going. <laughs> so now I'm looking at him. I mean, he literally was kissing my ass the entire day doing everything. I gave him some shitty chores to do. You know, he cleaned up your chicken pen. Oh. He took all the bedding out and cleaned it out and put in new bedding. Oh wow, no, I didn't know. Oh yeah, I had him do the I had the things that I could the shittiest things I could think I had him go do them and he did them all. Wow, but, I appreciate that. But every time he came up and was staring at me, I couldn't tell if he had that that look you've told him, be respectful, look dad in the eyes, be respectful, and yet nod your head. Or if he was looking at me in this most disrespectful, I can't fucking wait to get away from you. Look, as soon as we're done, I'm out of here. I, that's I can't. I it's both. I couldn't tell which one it was. It's both. And because I couldn't tell, I didn't know if I should be mad. I couldn't tell if I was supposed to be angry. Oh, so now. Was, so you were in a state of confusion. Yeah, that backfired. I was trying to be in the driver's seat that whole. I was trying to be the dominant, yelling, punishing father. Well, I'm very whole, proud of him then for sticking it out, making you put into a state of confusion. My job here is done. The, you're the, welcome. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to be on my side. We're not parenting adversaries. We're supposed to parent together. Was I in trouble? Uh, yes, you're in trouble. Dad. And there's a kid there's in the background. Now he's around going, wait a minute. Was oh, I? Oh, now he wants to be a part of the podcast. He, says, he goes, wait a minute. Was I in trouble? Yeah, but also <laughs> now he wants to be a part of the podcast. Oh, uh, well. He's just telling us what to do from afar. He's, I, I see him now. Now I can see where he's at. He's over there on the floor, laying on the living room floor. It's early for him too, but at least he's dressed. Uh, all right, look, a couple things real quick that I wanted to ask you about. Did, did you know, I think, I don't know if you caught this in the live stream the other day, but we had 967 new laws passed in California. 
Uh, yes, I knew there was a lot. I didn't know that was the exact number, <laughs> um, but I saw some of them and that were what? absolutely incredibly ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, okay, here's one for you. It's almost like at the end of the year, they're like, hey, let's pass this one. Yeah. How about this one? This one sounds good. Let's try to make 967. Everybody's, Come on, let's go. Everybody's involved in the holidays. No one's going to notice what we're doing. Let's ridiculous. put these laws through. One of them is jaywalking is I now saw that one. legal. I, you know, they put people in crosswalks for a reason so that cars go, oh shit, I'm coming up to a crosswalk. There might be a person. I'm coming up to an intersection. There might be a person. That's why the crosswalks are there. You, now there's going to be a crosswalk every 12 feet. Anywhere someone steps out. <laughs> anywhere. If you're a driver and someone steps mm -hmm. out in the street, your job is to not hit them. It doesn't matter where. That's, that's, that's just like saying, hey, by the way, anybody who you want to just run across the freeway, go ahead. Well, somebody said on the live stream, it's like a legitimate game of Frogger now. <laughs> that's what they were saying. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much how it is. That's, we're going to be playing Frogger in real life. So we should be really good at it as a Gen X. Yeah, really. Gen X, we're, we're on board with this. We're game right now. Game on. <laughs> the other one was um, cyber flashing is now illegal. You cannot send a naked <laughs> picture of yourself without someone asking, or you pay $30,000. Who, who's the cyber police that's going to police this? I don't know and how they're even going to know. And what if it's across state lines? Because this is only a California law. Now, if you send a naked picture... It sounds like... so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It sounds like somebody in government got caught doing this, and they're like, well, for punishment, we're going to do this. So I think it happened somewhere up in Sacramento. So they decided well, whatever, to punish everybody. Whatever it was, it's now. Whatever. It's, now, can it cross state lines? Can you receive a pic? Like if you if you received a picture that you didn't want in California from somebody in New York, can we get that guy in trouble? He sent the picture from New York. There's no laws over there. I don't know. I don't even. My mind. It's too early <laughs> to even think about this. The other one was so dumb. Wait, um, I'm gonna. I might get this wrong a little bit, but this is a real law that just got passed. Okay, go. Loitering is illegal. You know, they ask you to move along. You're not allowed to right. loiter. You're not. Oh, why? Now we're allowing it. Only in one circumstance. <laughs> I okay. swear to God, you're What's, not. You're not going to believe it? me. I got to go read a little more. You can loiter if. You can loiter. You are no longer going to be in trouble for loitering if you are loitering for the purposes of prostitution. What? I swear to Christ Almighty. Look, look, I got it. I, I screenshot it. So they pretty much legalized prostitution? No, prostitution still illegal. <laughs> but they don't care if you're standing around for it. But what? I know. I know. I'm not. I, I, it's not. It's who are making our lot. Oh, my Lord. OK, I don't I can't find the thing. But that's that was the thing. It said there was this thing that was on KTLA five and it was a little blurb like on on Instagram. And it was like a, a one minute video. And it was this news lady goes and here's a new law and here's a new law. And loitering is now no longer a crime if you're engaging in prostitution. And then she went to the next one. And, and I went, well, wait, 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 <laughs> I need more on that. That's a real thing. It was. I played it again, and I screenshotted it, and I can't find the screenshot. Is screenshotted a word? I screenshotted. I screen. screen I screenshot. <laughs> screenshot a word. I screenshotted it. I screenshot. I took a screenshot of it. That's what I meant. Whew, we finally got there. It took a long <laughs> way to get there. Well, it's common core so, math, you know. Common core. So you're grammar. saying if somebody's outside a store asking for money, 
or a donation or something like that. A donation? Is that what you just said? <laughs> a donation for a prostitute that works on donations? Yeah, so what I'm trying I to wrap my know, head around this. Wait, so they could be Where's that girl? So they could be <laughs> asking for money. Yeah. But if they change it to if you give me money, I will they're fine. Yeah, if you're just standing around outside, you're in trouble. But if you're standing around outside and the cop comes up and says, hey, you guys are loitering. And if the guy says, no, we're negotiating a price for sex, he has to leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then getting in trouble for prostitution is getting caught in the act of the prostitution yeah, thing so, going on? Yeah, so so they, they're still okay? They're in that legal jargon is uh, okay? No, until if the cop follows you after you've been o excused from loitering. For making the deal. <laughs> making the deal is now okay, but as soon as you start engaging in the service, then, then, then you're in trouble. Unbelievable. What would happen if, uh, if uh, you got caught being a prostitute? And the girl would say, I'm not having sex for money. I'm selling condoms with a free demonstration. <laughs> could, could, oh, hey, that could be a very profitable business. Could you not say that? Could you not? I mean. I guess you could. That could be a very profitable business. You should write that business plan down. That's right. <laughs> Any backers out there? We're going to start lining up women. All right. Wow. Anyway, we should go. I got a doctor's appointment pretty soon. Yeah, I know. And I got to go get ready. I'm going with you. Yeah. Why? Make sure you don't lie. You. Why do you do that? Every now and then when I'm in serious medical stuff, you like you you make sure you go to the appointment. You never go to my doctor's appointments. Now you're going and you're standing there. You're going to stand in the room with me to, to see what he says. I think that's bullshit. Well, I'm glad you heard me right. You've got it down. Good. What, what makes you think I'd lie? Please. There are stories so long and so big <laughs> with truths in them somewhere I have to decipher. I don't want to decipher. I just want to be in the room. Can't you tell what's wrong with me by the medication he prescribes? No. Isn't that enough? No. Because I was there when this whole thing happened and I'm oh. going to give him my version. Oh, great. It's my version and the dead guys. <laughs> and you just might be the dead guy. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. Look, uh, I'm going to, you need to say goodbye. I need to say goodbye and we need to get on the road here. I'll try to get this thing, uh, posted. We didn't have any fuck ups. I don't really have to edit it. There's no fuck ups in it. Don't finish strong, big boy. Finish <laughs> strong. <laughs> All right, everyone. I'm out. Got to get ready to go. It was great being here. I need to go have another cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, Bye-bye. See you later. Okay, her mic is off. The light is green. The trap is clean. The music's already coming up. I got to get out of here, too. I know Two Bear is just, he's as I'm recording, he keeps refreshing uh, the Spotify and Apple podcast to see if it's posted. He keeps refreshing, refreshing. So I got to go because Two Bear's on staff here. Two Bear's our sergeant at arms here. And he works down at a big car dealership in Fontana. And you know his chief financial officer is, sticks his head in the door. Did it post? And all he sees is Two Bear pressing refresh. Refresh, refresh. And 10 minutes later, is it a posted? Refresh, refresh. Is it posted? So I'm trying to do it. Guys, I'm trying to get it squared away. I'm trying to get it done. Um, but that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We're almost at, well, coming up on an hour, not quite an hour here. If you had an hour of your time to waste, what better place to waste it than with Gen X Talks? Uh, brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC. 
They're big movers, coast to coast. Don't they're contract movers. Don't call them to move your house and your furniture. You got, you know, you got a twenty million dollar business to move from Los Angeles to New York. These are the guys you call for that. Other than that, don't bother them. They're busy men. They got stuff going on. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Wherever you guys are listening from around the planet, we thank you, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Life is a-